Hey guys, Tony here. Mental health is a strong subject that no one wants to talk about. For me, Dylan, and Angelo, we decided it was time for a change, and that's why we started Complete Madness. Every Wednesday, we will be talking about mental health topics that we feel need to be said in the most uncensored and downright mad way possible. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Complete Madness Show and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Complete Madness. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. We're not experts, but we hope our podcast can help you get through whatever it is you're going through. Welcome to the Madness Clan and get ready for a fucking ride. We had the rafting trip this weekend, and Percy didn't check the water levels for the day we went, so it was, like, dangerously low, and we're pumping up the raft outside like it's nothing, and two people, everyone's walking up to us, and they're going, like, hey, are you guys going out today? We're like, yeah, yeah, you know, we're like, have you done this before? Like, yeah, we've been doing this for, like, six years, everything's great. You know the water levels are dangerously low, like, and Percy's like, nah, don't worry about it, we're just gonna go. We get on the water. We cannot move at all. The rocks underneath kept just hitting the raft and stopping us. There was a point where my foot was an inch into the water. That's how deep the water actually was. <laughs> like we literally That's could ridiculous. not move. What ended up happening was we got we, we got we made it like five miles in. Meanwhile, this is a fourteen hour rafting trip. Like oh four God. I'm sorry, fourteen mile rafting trip. It's supposed to be four hours. We got in the water at one o'clock. We should have been done by five. We didn't get home till ten o'clock at night because three of us had to get out, walk seven miles. Then another two got out, ran another five miles to pick up the car so that that way they could come all the way back and pick us up. Yeah, it's horrible. It was that fucking terrible. terrible. When we went to Arizona and we went on the Salt Lake, it's called the the Salt River. Oh, is it really in Arizona? It's in Phoenix and. It was like good. It was fine, but there's certain parts, bro, where yeah. you'd be going, and there were just either really big rocks or the water level would just drop. And next thing you know, you're in a tube, and yeah. next thing you know, your ass is just being dragged across rocks, and it would just hit you <laughs> out of nowhere, bro. It sucked. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, all right, guys, welcome back to Complete Madness. Uh, I'm your host Antonio Guerreri. With me, as always, is the one and only Dylan Jolly yeah. and Angelo Iannarelli. What's up? Every time, bro. Every time. Every I don't time. get like the one and only thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you want the one and only yes, thing? I do. Right, the we'll one get, and only we'll Angela Annarelli. We'll start getting you the one What's and up? only thing. Anyway. Um, Guys, first two episodes were a success. We got a lot of great feedback from all of you. I am super thrilled uh, that everyone enjoyed it. You know, I had some people texting me, some people that I had seen in person were like, yo, this podcast is great. And um, honestly... Thank you guys so much for the love. So from now on, you know, shoot us a DM. We'd love to hear the feedback. Um, we're going to be posting more Instagrams throughout the week. And great news today, Chuck, if you can zoom in on the TV above us, we are officially on Spotify. Yeah. That's, I know I said it in the intro already that we are on Spotify and Apple Music, but we were waiting for the RSS feeds to go through. And now it is 100% official. So... All right. Now to today's episode. Um, today we have a very special guest. I can't pronounce her name though. It's like, is it Gaulia? Very funny. <laughs> <laughs> now today's guest is my little sister, Julia Guerreri. She is a one of a kind human being, graduated college a year early. And if any guy goes near, I will fucking kill you. And jar. yes, add it to jar. the jar. <laughs> Hi, sis. How you doing today? Hey, guys. So happy to be on here. Thank you for coming on. Tony, I'm so proud of you that you got this podcast yeah. going. It was an idea that turned into reality, which is of awesome. Course. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. She's part of the reason that this actually happened. You know, she pushes me every day, and she's my best friend, and I love her. So, love you too, brother. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I got me and Angela were in sync with that shit. Yeah, I know, right? It's cute. All right. So anyway, so now today's topic, actually, we're talking about, and I, you know, I actually thought that you would be the perfect guest for this. Um, we're talking about social anxiety and confidence. You know, you've definitely helped me get through a lot of the stuff that I went through. You are a very, very confident human being, especially working in corporate America as a 21 year old girl, which is amazing. And thank you. And right now we're just going to get right into it. So let's just start with, you know, just the basics. What is social anxiety? And Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention this before. Um, someone had come up to me and they had asked me like, Hey, whenever you're explaining the topics, like, like you sound different, like, you know, like it's kind of sounds like scripted and everything. We are an unscripted podcast, except for the part where we talk about the facts behind the topic we're talking about. You know, we want to make sure that we get you guys the most factual data that we can. So that's why we do write out a little bit of a script and just so we have a basic idea and you guys get the correct information. All right. So I'm just going to get right into it. And I am reading off my laptop right now. So what exactly is social anxiety disorder? Social anxiety disorder is a common type of anxiety disorder. Um, a person who deals with this sort of disorder, um, will feel symptoms of anxiety or fear in certain or almost all social situations, such as meeting new people in public, dating, being on a job interview, um, answering like a simple question in class, or possibly even a cashier at the store, doing everyday things in front of people such as eating or drinking, or even using a public restroom in front of others can also cause this sort of anxiety or fear. The fear that people with social anxiety disorder have in a social situation is so strong that it's beyond their control sometimes. And as a result, it gets in the way of them going to work, attending school, or just having like a life experience, you know? I mean, dealing with social anxiety, I know I had a little bit of an issue with that. Like I, there was days I just didn't want to get out of my bed, you know? And then actually it was funny because right when I got started in the fraternity, we had, um, what was it? Remember how everyone used to hang out in the campus center? Yeah. yeah. So when we, whenever that happened, whenever that was happening, I would literally walk around the campus center. I did the same thing at first. Did you first, really? Yeah. I, I did it oh too God. because I also felt like I wasn't really, unless I saw like either like my pledge brothers I was with mm -hmm. or like people that I knew I was like kind of close with. Yeah. Other than that, I would just like beeline through the campus center oh, yeah. and just try to get the hell out of there and not let anyone see me. So what about you? You ever deal with anything like that? Yeah, actually, when you were talking about eating, um, I thought about when I was in middle school, I was so afraid to eat in front of people. Were you like really? if I went to like parties or like even the cafeteria. Yeah. And I it was something that I was dealing with subconsciously. Mm -hmm. So I feel that I didn't think it was a big deal. Yeah. But then kind of when I grew out of it, maybe like more <clears throat> in high in high school. Um, then I realized like, this is so silly. Like everybody eats, you know? And yeah. I was more just like, I don't want people to watch me eat. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's a natural thing that human people do. Yeah. But when you're in middle school and you're young, you know, you don't, your mind doesn't go that way. You think, oh, everybody's mm -hmm. watching me. And one thing just about social anxiety in general, I really feel that everyone's so focused on themselves right. that the same thing is happening with the people around you. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Guys, I have to let you know something. We turned the air conditioner off because we heard it in the volume. <laughs> I am dying right now. Is everyone in here dying right now? No, I'm fine. Yeah. You guys are fine? I thought I was, and then I'm looking at you. I'm sweating so better about myself. Guys, you guys are going to have to do We have to put the air on. Chuck, please put the air conditioner on. I'm literally like sweating my brains out right now. Are you going to cut this part out? Hell no. It's great comedy. We, I told you, this is a raw podcast. We are unfiltered. I don't give a flying fuck. Jar. It's a jar. I know. 
We shut it back well, off. I like seeing Tony struggle. No, we do it at the end of the oh. episode because, yeah, because if we did, if we, if we way, did in the middle, it would be Tony consistently reaching oh over God, the so the table. I owe sixty dollars from last week and the week before total. Do you take a Do you take a tally? I think yeah. you count. I think you counted yeah. every curse, dude. I, counted I don't think you curse, said. Yeah, I don't I think you I said. I'm just counting Tony's. <laughs> yeah, I know. Angela just likes to count mine. I'm sorry. Please continue with what you were saying. Um, I was just saying, like social anxiety. I always get this perfect example. Like going to the gym. Or maybe it's just me, but I always feel like everyone's watching me. But if you think about it, I'm so worried about myself that I really think that everybody else is worried about themselves. So everyone thinks everyone's watching them. I think everyone's watching me, but really we're just so focused on ourselves that no one's watching you at the end of the day. Everyone is so worried about themselves. They're really not worrying about anybody else. Yeah. I'm like the same way, though, when I'm in the gym, because when I'm in the gym, I also think that everyone's looking at me. Anywhere I go, I think everyone's looking mm-hmm. at me, regardless. Oh, but like, especially, over here. yeah, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, no, they can like, true, oh, I walk into a room and everyone should be looking at from. me. Yeah. But I like when I'm in the gym, I'll end up trying to like put up more weight than I really can because mm-hmm. then and then, then I end up like hurting myself. Yeah, because I'm like people are watching. They gotta see that I'm so strong, you know? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah no, for There's real. There's always like, that one guy who's like lifting. This ridiculous amount of weight, just screaming. Like, yeah, yeah like, I know. In the middle, it's like, <laughs> no, no, the, the the best is the it's the guy that drops the weight, and yeah. it just it pisses me off. Like they'll just be in the middle of the area, and they're just mm-hmm. dropping these things. Like four, like they'll have like two hundred like, pounds. Like throwing across the gym, and they'll walk with their chest like above when their I, face. When I would do dumbbells, I would do that sometimes. But that's also just like if I was like dumbbell yeah. pressing and like I'm on top of me, and like you have a lot of weight, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> 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 then, then it's like you throw it down, bro. You gotta get that energy the out. Videographer Chuck in the background. Anyway, oh my god. But uh, all right, so you know, going off what you just said, uh, I'm just gonna go through some of the symptoms of it. Um, the biggest thing: blush, sweat, tremble, uh, your feeling of a rapid heart rate, or your mind going blank. Uh, some people they'll get nauseous or they'll feel sick to their stomach. Um, show a rigid, oh, show a rigid body posture. Make very, very little eye contact or speak with an overly soft voice. See that thing I never had. I always had a loud voice, man. That's the Italian. It's you're, yeah, I was gonna say you're Italian. Still do. said that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but they've become very self-conscious in front of other people and it's almost like they feel embarrassed or awkward and, you know, it could be having a conversation like, hey, how you doing? And they'll just feel completely out of place with it, you know? Some common triggers that go along with it, uh, people with social anxiety will commonly experience significant worry and distress in the following situations. Uh, no, we already talked about this, eating in front of people, uh, you know, speaking in public, um, being the center of attention, talking to strangers, going on dates... Uh, meeting new people, interviewing for a new job, going to work or school, just and eye contact is the biggest one. And you know, one one thing that 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 I, that I actually got out of sales was the um, the importance of good eye t- contact when you're speaking with somebody. You know, you need to be totally. involved in the conversation with them. Except now it's hard because I got three people looking. I mean, I don't know yeah, who to look at. There, Tony. Stop it. But you know. That's how you show someone, and I think that even kind of ties into like when you go on a date. Like, you you need to show them that you're involved, and eye contact is the best way. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I noticed with my anxiety? Like, I just went out to dinner for uh, my one of my friends in NA uh, her birthday, and when I'm there, it's like people that like I see like I used to see a lot more yeah. often. I've been like kind of like disconnected a little bit, but uh, you know, being there, it's like I've known these people for like the past two years or so, mm-hmm. and still sitting there at the dinner table, like it's very. It's still weird for me. Yeah. And a part of something that I notice that I do, especially if like I'm not talking, I feel a little out of place. It's either I'm smoking a lot, like whether it's vaping or oh, whatever, like vape, okay. or I'm drinking and not, not really? alcohol, just like constantly grabbing. Like even now I just notice that I'm not even really anxious. It's just like when yeah. I'm not talking, it's just something in my hands to like 
do. And I noticed, like, I went through, like, three glasses of, like, iced tea. Oh, my God. Sitting at dinner for, like, an hour. Just, like, sit- and, like, not even being thirsty. Just, like, yeah. sitting there just every two and seconds. And I think that goes hand in hand with how we are with, like, our cell phone culture. We're so used yeah. to our hands being full. Think about when you exactly. forget your ho- phone or, like, forget your phone at home or something. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. once in a blue moon. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, I'm like, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> yeah. You're something? so used to holding your phone. Yeah. Hold on. This girl, at 12 years old, ran up. 18,000 text messages in one month. <laughs> Jesus. My mother flipped a shit on her. Back when you had to pay for text like oh that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, when you had, exactly. that's when you had to pay for Back texting. Yeah. Limit. Unlimited yeah. texting wasn't a thing at the time. <laughs> yeah. I know what you were saying. No, so I'm just saying like we're so used to always having our hands full. We don't know how to just be. Yeah. And that with that being said, like I'm getting into meditation more mm-hmm. and I love telling this story. So when I first started meditating, I was knew it was something that was uncomfortable for me because I'm such a busybody. So it's uncomfortable for me to be able to just sit, you know. So I started with 30 seconds and then I went on to one minute. Like I could never even meditate more than 30 seconds. Yeah. Now I'm up to 30 minutes. That's yeah, so insane. it's just crazy. Also has to do with consistency, but I'm telling you, people just don't know how to be anymore. Yeah, and especially really. the culture that we're living in right now, where yeah. everything is so fast paced and we're always doing something. I used to, I used to try to meditate a lot. And when people would tell me to meditate, going through like treatment and everything like that, that's always one thing. Like, oh, you try meditating? I'm like, I cannot sit still for two seconds. Yeah. But it wasn't even a matter of that. Like, I thought I was meditating wrong. I was like, I can't just let my mind yeah. be free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I meditate, like, my mind's racing. And they're like, that's fine. Just don't yeah. control your thoughts. Exactly. Like, you just want it. Like, whatever's going on, just, yep. like, don't just let it go. And it's just about acceptance. Yeah. Like, yeah. you just have to accept what's going through your mind. Because the more you try to control it, the more you're containing yourself. Yeah. So, it's like, when you just let things be... And it's so much easier said than done. Because even like some days I'm having the worst day ever. And I'm like, I just should meditate. And a million things are going through my mm. mind. But then after I open my eyes, I'm like, oh, wait, that really did have an effect on me. Yeah. So it's not that you're doing it wrong. It's just that's how it is in that moment. Yeah, that's how I was like. I was like, I, I feel like there should be nothing going on in my mind. Like, I'm doing this wrong. Like, how do you mess up meditating? Yeah. All you're supposed to do is sit here and be still. <laughs> and like, I just can't do it. And, and, yeah. no, and whenever I feel like I'm not doing something right it pisses me off even more and I'll get like flustered. Like yeah. I'll get like, no. I literally will get like red in the face mm-hmm. and like I'll feel hot. I'll get aggravated like really easily. Yeah. So even trying to meditate would piss me off even more. <laughs> and I'm sitting there just like with clenched fists like, why can't I just be free? <laughs> like, oh freaking out. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm telling you, start with 30 seconds. Yeah. Because that's how I was like 30 seconds every morning. And it's felt impossible. And now I sit in 30 minutes and it feels like maybe one minute. Yeah. So like you said, crisscross applesauce, you know, is yeah. that, is that, I mean, is that it what it is? It depends what you're feeling. Like, you know, I, it's really helped me through my test anxiety. Oh, has it really? So that was something that I would never think like to match school with meditation. Yeah. You yeah. know, you think school, it's like so strict. You have to follow a certain type of guideline all the time. Um, so that like, if I'm just sitting at my desk or like, if it's, you know, I'm really just like, exhausted mm-hmm. i'll lay down you know yeah. it's really just whatever you're feeling that day or in that moment i think i think that it can also when it comes down to the whole meditation aspect of it it's like for the people that can do it it's like that 30 minutes a day that you can escape from everything that you know is going on with all the craziness and slow yourself down i know i'm the person like jolly said i'm, I'm same way as him I'm 50 miles an hour, 100% of the time. Chuck even just texted me. He's like, yo, you don't know what the hell to do with yourself. Stop fidgeting. (laughs) (laughs) That's It goes back to just, you know, people don't know how to just be like, we have the mics in our hands, right? Yeah, I know. It's like we have something, but then your other hand, you're like, oh, this is weird. I'm so used to my hand You know how badly I want to grab my vape right now? Like, so badly. (laughs) And, and, you know, you can do exercises. So, like, when I start, like, freaking out, I, like, 
go on my leg and you just put pressure and you go like this. Like yeah. there's just so many different things that you can do, like whether it be like your physical touch yeah. and there's just so many ways to cope with things. Like it's just about really being in tune with yourself and just mm-hmm. ex- it's acceptance. Yeah. You know, there's like a, I read the book, the four agreements and one of the agreements is always do your best. And it's like, if you know you're doing your best, then yeah. you can't judge yourself because you said I did my best you know, what's beyond your best, yeah, right? right? So it's just always about doing your best. And that's kind of a rule of thumb that I live by. No matter what I'm doing, I ask myself, did I do my best? Yeah, I got to learn to like slow myself down too. Because even when like we were running practice runs and everything like that, like Tony was telling me, he's like, dude, just slow down now. Try to slow yeah. down. And then I'm like stuttering now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, now you're thinking too hard. I'm like, what do you want from me? Dude? Yeah. Like, slow it down. <laughs> and he's like, just like, uh, he's like, I don't, he's like, just 50, 50, dude. I'm like, all right. So like, I'm slowly working on it. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Sheen has a quote that I love. And it literally just says, I have one mode go. And yeah. like, that's literally me. <laughs> <laughs> go. <laughs> that's, that's it. I want to get that tattooed on me. I swear to God. <laughs> no, for real. It's true. It's and true. I think it's also comes with consistency, you know, not judging yourself will bring you to the consistency yeah. Yeah. you know you can't how are you how'd you learn to ride a bike you tried yeah. a few times so it's the same thing you know how are you gonna learn to meditate how are you gonna learn to slow down how are you gonna learn to public speak by Take consistently one doing day it? at a time yeah. yeah that's it you know because you know we, we all focus and, and again this, this does tie back to the social anxiety thing because when people are worrying about what everyone else is thinking about them like that's time that your brain is not thinking about what you want to do for yourself you know, and that's real, and that's the biggest, and that's the biggest issue with it. Because w- w- the other thing that we found in here was that a lot, a lot of the solutions to social anxiety was medication. You know, and yeah. we're not going to say any, we're not going to say any types of medication. We didn't really look into it that that much. But the thing that I wanted to say with it is that from what we've experienced, and I think Angelo can relate to me the most on this, yeah. is that, and this is what, and I want to put this out there for everyone else is that. I forced myself to like get into different groups and to interact with, uh, you're listening to Grant Cardone, right? You've been, you've been talking, you've been listening with him. He has, he has a rule. Introduce yourself to 10 people a day. Yeah. You know, and that's what I started doing. I just went out and I just started saying, all right, let me meet 10 new people a day. And it has led me to meeting my best friends, meeting these guys here. And just, it's, it gave me, I guess, confidence exactly exactly oh i forgot the word thank you little sister <laughs> it gave me the confidence to be who i am today and put all of this out into the world yeah you know? totally i love that and that's what you got to do so now we've done a little bit of social anxiety but tell us a little bit about your instagram what you guys what you're trying to do right now because you're you got your personal page then you have your business page which is going phenomenal and yeah. i am so proud of you Thanks. so what what exactly are you trying to do with everything so antonio knows this but i'll preface it with this i do a million things at once literally and i'm really like to describe myself as a very well-rounded person i like a lot of different things i like to tap into different things Mm -hmm. but i'm also about consistency so where i'm at right now i work full-time um but on the side i run my poshmark business which is a resale business and i like to say more generally speaking i'm a reseller because I do Poshmark, Facebook Marketplace, let yeah. go, everything under the sun. So I resell, you know, anything from a piece of clothing to toys to shoes to furniture. I just love selling things. You know, yeah. you give me something, I know how to sell it. And <laughs> yes. I just, I love it. It's not just a passion, but it's one of my strengths. So it kind of goes hand in hand with each other. So when I discovered that, I said, you know what? Like, I am so fortunate that I've been so successful reselling. I think it's time to, you know, share some of my 
secrets, some of my tips with people. Like it's brought me success. I want mm-hmm. other people to get into this. Maybe it's for them. You never know. So I started up a Poshmark Instagram page at shop.byjulia. And what it is, is I talk about all my tips with reselling. And it's funny because when I started it, I really thought everyone knew about this and because it came so natural to me. And then I was getting these comments, these messages like, oh, my God, I tried what you said. It worked. I can't believe it. Like one girl was like, I haven't sold something in six months. And then I tried what you said and I made three sales in one day. So it was just that feeling was so rewarding. And I was like, I have something to say and I want to put it out there. Exactly. So um, I do that. Also on my personal page, I've had a big following for a while, but I've kind of been stagnant at 4,000 followers. Mm -hmm. So I kind of see, you know, people, you know, I follow so many big influencers and I see kind of how I can sell products. I said, all right, it's time I sell myself. You know, people listen to me. They listen to my tips. They -hmm. listen to my recommendations when I, you know, nonchalantly post something like my meal. Oh my God, where did you get this? Oh my God. Oh my God, I want that. Where can I go for this? People DMing me, what stores you shop at? So then I started looking into influencer marketing Mm -hmm. and people make some big bucks doing that. Seriously. So I was like, you know what? Let me try it out. And I was listening to this podcast by Jenna Kutcher. Um, really like her, one of my role models. And she made a podcast and the podcast said, just post yourself for 30 days and see what happens. Now, can you define yourself? Like, I'm assuming that's not just like a picture of you. Like, Correct. What do you mean by Bring yourself? Bring some value. Okay. So, you know, not just post 30 selfies in one month, yeah. right? So post a picture of you at the beach. Post a picture of you if you're on vacation. So this is mid-quarantine. So I was like, where the hell am I going to get yeah, pictures exactly. of myself? <laughs> different so, parts of your house. <laughs> yeah, different parts of my house, which I did do. So <laughs> um, I made my first post and... I can't remember which one it was. I think it was at the beach. And I felt so uncomfortable because I was sitting at the beach and all these people were walking by. It was like the boardwalk. And that was the only thing people would do in quarantine. So I had just got a new phone and I set up a self-timer because I was like, who's going to take a picture of me here? And I just had a photo shoot on the beach and like on the boardwalk. Yeah. And it really helped me build my confidence because I was like, oh my God, like I, you know, you take a selfie in public, Snapchat. You're I like, hate doing it. Oh my God, this is so awkward. I do like that. Like if someone snaps me, it's I go to so snap bad. them back. I'm like this with my phone in my hand on your side. Right? Yeah. Right? Let's be it. real. How weird when, is it? The worst is when the flash is accidentally on too. And yeah. so, did you just take a selfie? No. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no, no. Got, the, 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 the weirdest one is the daily vlog in public. Yeah. When you're holding your iPhone like this. Yo, yeah. what's up, Madness Clan? How we doing today? Yeah. Like, It's and, weird. And you know what? It's not going to be weird until you start doing it and get comfortable and doing which it. Which is exactly what you told me. Because you want to know what you know want to know what I did? Because I still have not posted any of the vlogs yet but i do have a couple of them in like backed up and the reason is that you gave me the advice when i was in texas and i called you that day like freaking out i was like i want to do youtube i want to do this Mm -hmm. and that and that but what i started doing was i started recording myself every morning the second i woke up no matter what if i was even making pancakes Mm -hmm. if i was still sleeping i just started recording myself and talking into my camera and now you're at the podcast and now i'm at the podcast right right so it's the little things that matter the little wins bring you to the big wins and we're on your instagram right now you got some you've been around little sister (laughs) you have been around Uh, well it actually started with that one post which one um go up a little bit it's the one me sitting with my shoe to the left right here no that one yeah so that was the first one and 
I made the caption inspirational, which was unlike me, but that's really who I am, you know? Like, who makes a caption saying, like, I just felt like, you know, me and my friends, we post things and we make, like, song lyrics a caption. That's more normal, right? White girl! Right? That's more normal. So, um... I decided to do something. I think it was actually about mental health. Oh, about spending time alone. Yeah. So it was perfect time. It was quarantine. So I did that and it blew up. And I actually have insights on my page. And I think like over 40 people sent it out. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, like I never kind of get that kind of traction yeah. on stuff. So then if you want to X out and kind of back out a little bit, yeah. um, I just like kept posting pictures, but providing value. So outfits, I was doing collabs. And this one, this was the collab with the tie-dye girl, right? Yeah. So that was actually the first one that blew up. So oh. that was like one of my first pictures to get a thousand likes. Oh my God. Um, I had gotten a thousand likes in the past and it was like three years ago. So yeah. this was like huge for me. And I got a discount on the tie-dye set. So that <laughs> is actually what forced me to post this picture. So um, she said to me, she's like, um, if you post a picture, I'll give you a discount. So then I was like, oh, well, like I'm only posting a picture because I'm getting a discount. You know, it's not all about me. So um, then I also kind of felt a little bit nervous. I no. felt, you know, are people going to think I'm self-centered? And this is what this woman addressed in the podcast. And she was like, people are coming to see you. You know, I yeah. post a picture of food. I get yeah. 200 likes. It's just the way it is. I post a picture of me, you get over a thousand. Something conceited. It's just that people want to see you. You know, they follow you to see you. Yeah. So once I got out of that mindset of like, oh my God, you know, I don't want to be self-centered. I grew 500 followers in quarantine, totally organic. I bumped up my likes and my engagement. My my pictures now I think have like upwards of a hundred comments, over a mm-hmm. thousand likes on average. I'm like eight hundred to a thousand. And when I've was, been getting all the free shit she gets from the influencer marketing. And that's the best way to put it. I've <laughs> no, been but getting I'm dead so much stuff like, in the mail. I like whenever everyone's like, Oh, you can't be an influencer. You don't have enough followers. And I'm not to discredit you in any way, shape, yeah, or form because no. you have 4,500. Oh, yeah. That's huge. But yeah. you're, you're not at 10K yet. But yeah. brands are still reaching out to you. They still want to give you stuff. They want you to promote It always starts somewhere, bro. Yeah. It's got to. So basically, like, even though I don't have 10K followers, it's a great mm-hmm. way to put it. The brands care about engagement. So yeah. some people with 200,000 followers are getting 100, 200 likes. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. It's just that it's not matching up. So a brand is more likely to work with someone like me that's getting 4,500 followers, but over 1,000 likes and 100 comments yeah, because that's yeah. engagement. Yeah. And that's what they care about. And you know, when I, when I talk with brands, I'll send them my analytics, how many people are sending out my story. And all that stuff looks great because you know, they want people that are engaged. Right. You know, they want people to buy their product. So mm-hmm. who's going to buy it? You know, someone that's just swiping through or someone that's commenting, yeah. oh my God, that looks so good. I have to try it. Yeah. So definitely that's what I'm doing, working on my personal brand. It's also been really fun because like I said, I'm getting a ton of free stuff. Yeah. I'm meeting people. I'm learning how to sell myself. I'm learning how to build my brand. And currently what I'm working on is my website. Um, because I want to get, cause I do my Poshmark, my reselling as a side business. I do influencer marketing as a side business and I have my full-time job and I'm looking to do more freelance work. So kind of with social media, whether it's me getting hired to do collabs or helping people grow their social media organically right. or helping people with their engagement. So something social media based freelance 
and that's going to be posted pretty soon. My website. That's awesome. Right, cool. And what do you? Because uh, you also have your, you're working on your blog right now as well. That's a part of the website. Uh, oh, it is part of the yeah, website. Yeah, so the website's going to be. Has it been published yet or not? Or not yet? Um, I remember you had it published for a little bit a while back. No, no, no it's not live yet. Oh, it's not live yet because okay. it it still needs some finishing touches, and yeah. it's kind of something that I definitely want to do, but definitely being put on the back burner because I am so busy with a bunch of stuff. Mm. Um, kind of when things quiet down a little bit, I'm yeah. gonna get back going with that. But yeah, definitely want to do freelance and blog are the two most important aspects of the website. Well, I mean, I think those go hand. Obviously, those are going to go hand in hand mm-hmm. with each other because one, the blog for organic for organic views or just sponsorships or anything like that, that's the best way to go. And yeah. that's what I would recommend because that's what I was doing when I was at the digital uh, the yeah. Baron Media Group with the digital marketing and everything. Um, he was focusing on the blogs, and I hadn't and I had no idea anything about about any of this. Yeah. So that's when he was like, "All right, you're doing the podcast about mental health, you know." Why don't you take the, Why don't you take over this blog real quick? And that's the one that me and Jolly ended up getting yeah. getting involved with, that's which is awesome. unravelbrainpower.com. So, all right, um, you guys want to take a quick little break? What are we at? We're about a half hour. So yeah, we got a few more minutes. Um, why don't all right. we just go through? You want to just go yeah. through? Yeah, just go through. Right, Fuck a break. Fuck <laughs> a break. <laughs> oh, in the in the jar. Yeah, in the jar. In the jar. <laughs> oh, little sister said had a jar before Angelo did. I was about to and oh just beat, it, beat, beat him to it yeah. Beat him to it Anyway No I started realizing Is that like a lot of my anxiety That I thought I was having mm-hmm. Was that I've just been like Consuming so much caffeine mm-hmm. And oh like my God. that's, that's like so a big bad. part yeah. of it That's like a big part of it Like I'll get super shaky yeah. And like sometimes like I'll be Cause sometimes like caffeine Affects me so differently Certain days Like sometimes like I'll just Like I drink like One or two Red Bulls a we day We talked about this last week too I think we, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. And like, I'll drink like a Red Bull someday and I'll, I'll drink three and I feel nothing. And then sometimes yeah. I'll just drink one and I'm sitting in my car and I'm like panicking and mm-hmm. I'm like, why? And I realize, and then I have to like bring it back and I'm like, all right, well, I just drank a Red Bull. My heart rate's rising. And like, that's why like, I'm kind of yeah. like bugging out. Like, cause I'm like, why am I even having anxiety? And like, I'll start mm-hmm. freaking out and then I'll make my mind race. And then I have to like slow myself down and be like, all right, listen, like you just drank an energy drink. Like you're kind of just like, bugging out a little bit well, like you know, it's nothing specific th- those those freaking th- those puff bar things those man puff bars, yeah. yo this weekend i forgot everything when i went oh away. yeah those two give me anxiety nicotine yeah gives me anxiety dude, too. nicotine is one of the biggest things and no and it's more hand in hand with the social aspect of it yeah like i'll be chiefing on that thing at a party i won't want to talk to anybody yeah like i literally super, i'll start to get super anxious it literally causes yeah. me so much anxiety and it's it, listen it's it I'm wor- I've been working on it, guys. Eventually, guys, this podcast is going to get me through it, man. All right, I'm telling you right now, there will be a day where I'm going to announce that I have given up nicotine and we're going to keep going with it. But yeah, I'm, I'm very close to quitting again, dude. I quit it's for like a month. I was doing really well, and then I went on vacation. It was the whole mm-hmm. back to social anxiety. Yeah. It was the whole being around because it was around my friend that like you know they weren't like but like we went out to the bar one night yeah. in Arizona. They, this they this was like during court. This was back in end of June. Yeah. Day, July. yeah. They didn't give a fuck over there. Yeah. Like, they literally were... I went out to the bar with everyone, yeah. and not one mask. Like, it was, like, wow. 50% capacity, yeah. but, like, they, they were packed to the brim, wow. you know? yeah. And uh, we went, and, like, it got, I was like, yo, let me go out and get a vape first. And uh, I got a vape, and then I was like... And I quit for a month prior to that. Like, I was doing yeah. really well. But it was like, I needed something. Like, I don't drink or anything anymore, yeah. so, like, it's hard for me to, yeah. like, just sit there with nothing in my hands. And I also don't want to just sit there on my phone, so at least yeah. I have the vape. Like, it's like, you know, I'm kind of like still like... Hold the mic a little closer. Like when not I... Yeah, that my, close, not that yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, I realized it was like all the way down here. 
But, uh, you know, when I have, like, the vape, at least something. And, like, even when I'm out, sometimes the vape doesn't even cut it. Like, I feel like I need mm-hmm. a cigarette because a cigarette, there's more to it. Like, there's, yeah. like, the whole, like, instead of just hitting it, I Please swear. Please stop telling my little so sister what? about smoking cigarettes. No, 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 no. that's for me, though. So like, what, for me, it's what like, is a... something that you've learned helps you? Like, but just, something uh, that's not nicotine for, or something. For me, it's a, whole, it's a whole just, like, oral fixation of, like, just like, needing, like, even, like, when I used to, they used to have these toothpicks I used to get. You can get them at like CVS. Used they call uh-huh. like tea tree therapy or something like that. And like they're like, what do they have like nicotine? No, not even nicotine. It's just like, like super flavored one, like mint, oh, cinnamon. Okay. But like instead of where it's like just like a little flavoring, like gum. they were like yeah. super flavored. But it's like for me, like I need somewhere I can kind of pull it out of my mouth and like you know like kind of chew on it because your hand, yeah, you so with my hand yeah. as well. Like gum, like doesn't really cut it because like I'm not gonna sit there twirling gum yeah. around my finger like I'm six years old <laughs> yeah. anymore and put it back in my mouth. So what yeah. about if you bring like a cup like that and you put? Even Something like, non-caffeinated. Have you tried no. gum? I, I swear to God, uh, have you tried just chewing gum? No, oh, no, okay. like gum, gum doesn't, because like for me, it's also yeah. like something in my hand. Oh, you hand. gotta have it. But like, yeah, if I'm at a party, like I need something like when like, because I, I don't go out to the bar often anymore because like, you know, if I'm around there long enough, yeah. eventually I'm going to pick up a drink. Yeah. But you know, here and there, I'll go out and get food with my friends and like they mm-hmm. drink and like whatever and like we still have a good time. Yeah. And um, what I end up doing is like if I just get like a seltzer. Uh, and like if I just have a cup in my hand, it yeah. works. I like chewing yeah. the plastic cup a little bit, like you know, just like yeah. nothing crazy sitting mm-hmm. there like gnawing at it, but you know, just like kind of having yeah. it. And uh, but what I notice is, like I said, I end up drinking a lot. Like I'll end up like going to like yeah. six seltzers, being out, and like I go home, my stomach hurts. Oh, and yeah. like, I'm like, yeah. well, I was gonna say you should try like flavored water. Like people yeah. make yeah. water boring. It doesn't Hello. have to be yeah. boring. Right every here. strawberry like, seltzer, something bro. Like, this. like every morning, I've been doing in quarantine, water, lemon, and mint. And yeah. I'm like, this feels like a mocktail. Yeah. You know, yeah. make a mocktail. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna there's start so doing many that, things. That's like, why I started drinking spice seltzer. Spice up your water. It yeah. doesn't have to be seltzer. Yeah, I, I got to stop because the, the carbonation is like yeah. messing up. You, you know, know what I love? I love the, uh, I just take like a bunch of like citrus fruits, throw them yeah. in water, let it sit all yeah, day, bro. It's and if you get something where people can't even see it, you know, how do I know you're not drinking water or Red Bull or vodka? Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. So it's like you get a cup like that, you fill it with water, lemon, and herbs and stuff. You make something nice or like a tea. Yeah. Like it, and it tastes good. Yeah, yeah. I want to start doing stuff like that. That's why I got, I got, after I stopped drinking, it was like I picked up seltzer because like, I don't yeah. really like soda anymore yeah. either. Yeah. And it's mostly due to carbonation. Like, Carbonation just messes up my stomach yeah. at this point. Where, like, oh. I, just, I just don't like it. Wait a second. That just reminded me. I had, I think I, I said it on the second episode because we were talking with her about um the, like the foods that she eats and everything. And the foods that she eats because she uh, – our, our past guest, Victoria Grasso, she switched to become a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. What was that book that you were telling me about? It's the one where – I think it's, it's, it's called the, foods, the, the Ultra Mind Solution. The Ultra Mind Solution? Yeah. What, was it, what was it about? It was about how the certain foods you eat affect your mood. Yeah. So I was only yeah, 50 pages in and then I actually returned it because I wanted – I decided oh, I shit, never mind. No, no, because I decided I want to do audiobook instead. Oh, okay. Because oh, okay. it's the kind of book it's like I think it's like four hundred pages. Oh, I'm God. never gonna really sit and finish. Yeah. But I would so listen to it on like a mile walk, mm. two mile walk. Um I was about fifty pages in and it just talks about how it goes all the way from depression to ADD. Wow. Any kind of disease that is trying to be terminated with medicine mm-hmm. is you know you're just being dependent on something else yeah and i think we can all agree with that yeah. here yeah. so it talks about how the foods you eat affect your mood and that's on such a simple scale like think about you go to a big italian dinner you mm-hmm. come home and you're like i want to do nothing but lay down so it's essentially that so they were giving like kids with add these different kinds of foods and said try this diet and it went all the way down to um 
they were detoxing people's guts. Oh my God. Because in your gut, people were having like inflammation, disease, yeah. bacteria, how bacteria you, eating your gut. How do you detox a gut? I want to look this up. Oh, quick. there's so many different crazy things. I like, I, like I, by I, the foods you eat is how you detox it. Yeah, I started noticing that like a big part of my energy levels, like I was just, because I have depression and anxiety, and like I was just convinced that like I just had really bad depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. But it's also because I eat like garbage. Like all I eat all day is like at night. I always get checkers usually, which is horrible. Like I'm just putting greasy. Like all I'm eating is like carbs and calories and just like nothing good. Like I don't eat anything green. Yeah, and and it has to do with your awareness too. You know, like when you're gonna pick up your phone to order it, you know there has to be something that's gonna trigger it. So when I try to do a social media break, which Mm -hmm. is my challenge, so yours might be checker. (laughs) Mine is giving up Instagram. So. When I am like for the day, like even this weekend, I kind of um, was pretty like low key on social. I move the app from where it normally is. Yeah. So if my app's normally on the first page and it's a habit, like I'm so used to clicking it. Mm-hmm. So when I moved it, I was clicking the new app uh. that was there and I was like, why am I in this app? And it and it just registers. It's and like then, so crazy that your brain works like that. Yeah. And then know. like after like four times, I was like then more mindful you know before i clicked it i was like oh my god i want to go on instagram right now let me put my phone down let me go for a walk yeah. so you know i don't know you want to know why that doesn't work for me i don't even click the buttons anymore because the iphone you can scroll down and search it on the top so yeah. i just search for all my apps that i need all day yeah. long search really i've Seriously? never i've never searched that's for what i do app. i just know where all my shit yeah. is I feel like that's too much work it, honestly it's really not though because i got so much crap on this phone that yeah, i'm not even using yeah. like i, don't really have, I have like four, i have five pages on my phone uh, i have like yeah, it's not seriously. Maybe two. Oh yeah, I have. I have. Th- no, two, two, two? and one of them just like filled the with games. Like I don't have. Oh, that's the thing. I don't have. I only have one game on my phone. Oh, I have many. I have games. one I'm game. Like a child. I have. Yeah, but it's only one game. It's only one <laughs> game. I only have one well, game. I have many games. I just don't delete them. Toon yeah. Blast. Toon Blast. Toon Blast. I've been. I've been. I'm, I've been playing Toon Blast now for three years. I'm on level thirty two fifty. Man. Oh my that's god. Insane. Like I have a problem with it. Like I took a break for like six months, my but I literally have. It goes back to what she said on the phone. Whenever I have something that I need to do, or I'm like, I, I'm sorry. Whenever I have nothing to do and I just need to fidget or something, I'm playing fucking Toon yeah. Blast. I just I get into games on my phone. Like I used to only because like all my friends switch over to PC gaming and stuff one. like that. Once I had Xbox, and yeah. then like once they switch over to PC, I didn't have anyone to play with on xbox anymore but even as a kid like even before that i always had mobile games like whether yeah. it's clash of clans or whatever and i got addicted to them and well, then i just like would get bored though i think it also has to do no matter what it is like training your mind you know when i have a bad day i know nobody's gonna fix that day except me yeah so and it and when i first started kind of you know getting into self-care like mental health I was like, I feel like I'm being, you know, not authentic to myself. I'm being inauthentic. So I would be like, you know, say I was upset. I would just write down 10 reasons why I'm happy. Right. And I was like, oh, this doesn't feel authentic. This doesn't feel genuine. But then the more I started doing it, it's not that I'm not being authentic. It's that I'm shifting my mindset. And it's like, you really, your mind is a muscle. You know, it's going to be better the more you train it. So that's how you have to think of it. Like if you're not going to change something, it's not going to just change automatically. So it's like, you have to, like when I have a bad day, I write down 10 things that I'm grateful for, 10 things that I'm happy about, meditate. And it's like those kind of things. It's like, you can't, your mind can't 
be happy and sad at the same time. I was just about to say, like, my my brother, me and my brother have the same sponsor, and he was like, "Do you have Instagram?" Yeah. Like, my sponsor told my brother, he's like, "Do you have Instagram?" And he was like, "Yeah." He's like, "I want you every day post ten things you're grateful for on Instagram." Oh, that's so awesome! You do that. Like, that's crazy. Can you explain daily affirmations, by the way? Because I love that yeah. when you told me about those. Yeah, I love affirmations. So I actually do them every morning. Um, I'm not perfect, of course. I miss some mornings, <laughs> yeah. but. For the most part. And it's interesting because when I don't do them, my yeah. day is completely different. Oh, yeah. But I don't realize till the end of the day, like sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. It was such a long day. And then I think back and I'm like, what do I do today? And I'm like, oh, I didn't do the affirmations. Mm. So something that's so little has such an impact. So I think I'll tell more actually about my morning routine. That's what I'd like to that's get into. Because we actually yeah. just did the blog post uh, on that, uh, the importance of a daily routine. And I w- and as I was researching and writing it, like I didn't realize how crucial it was because me, my mornings are like, I'm all over the place. Yeah. Like, you know, and now I'm, now that I got the full-time job, you know, I've kind of gotten into the groove of things, but uh, tell, tell us like, tell us first, tell us your routine and then explain what your, from your point of view, why you think it's so important. Yeah. So it's definitely changed. Like when I was working in the city and I was commuting, I was waking up at four 30. Oh my God. So I was waking up at four 30, get up. And then I would go to the gym from five to six, come home, shower, get ready, get on the train by seven. Then when I was on the train was kind of when I was doing my morning routine, I, the affirmations did slip away a little bit mm-hmm. because I just was like, I can't do it all. Yeah. Then when I got in quarantine, um, I realized like I need to slow down. Like I was really burning myself out, like waking up at four 30, going to bed. Like by the time I got home at night, I ate dinner. It was like nine, 10 o'clock. Yeah. It just, it was tiring to be yeah. up for that long. So now my morning routine is wake up. Now I try not to be so hard on myself because I'm working from home and you know, I'm kind of taking advantage of it while I can. So I try to wake up at like six. Um, but some days it'll be like seven, kind of depending when I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So whenever it is, I wake up. First thing I do is um, brush my teeth and then make my bed. So no matter what, it's like such a habit now. Some days it'll be like the middle of the day. And I'm like, yeah. I don't even remember making my bed because <laughs> yeah. it's such it's like a habit. Yeah. Exactly. So it has become such a habit. And I actually read the book called Make Your Bed. It's like 80 pages. Um, and it's I'm by- just making your bed. No, no, I know. I'm joking. There's more to it. I figured. No, but it's called make your bed. And he said, if you can make your bed every day, you'll be the most successful person. Because just like you accomplish something every morning, it's the first goal goal of the day. Once you once you accomplish one goal, it gives you the confidence to complete another and another, and then boom, one day you're a million. It's like a discipline thing. Yes. If you actually, I recommend everybody read the book. I read it like one day. It was 80 pages. For you guys that don't want to take the time to read the book, because you know you guys are out there, but Goalcast. Um, I think it was at the University of Texas um, at in Austin he he, he was like he was a um, uh, Navy Navy SEAL sergeant or the captain I honestly don't know like I'm definitely getting it wrong but he explained the reason to make your bed in that's in their the farewell he was speech a Navy SEAL. oh that's him oh, then. Yeah. oh that is him oh, okay yeah yeah he did he did a, a really SEAL. good job with the, with the University of Texas yeah. at Austin uh, yeah, the graduation the same speech guy. oh it is the it's same that okay. book. Uh, yeah. that's cool yeah so yeah Always make my bed. That's the number one thing. And like I said, it's a force of habit now rather than being like, oh, I have to make my bed because yeah. I did used to feel that yeah. way. Um, then the first, the next thing I do is kind of depending on the day, I'll either work out first or I'll do the affirmations and stuff first. Mm-hmm. So um, I was kind of drinking coffee every day. But now I realize that I don't actually enjoy drinking coffee every day. Yeah. It's more enjoyable when I wake up and say, I want this, rather than it being a habit. Yeah. yeah. 
So instead of being like, oh, like it's routine to go make coffee, I ask myself, do I really want coffee? You know, am I really tired? Like, do I want the taste of it? So really just being in tune with my emotions and being aligned with myself is, you know, every moment, like I talk to myself all the time yeah. in my head, you know, like I'll do the same thing. I talk to myself. Except I'm it like, sounds a little crazy. Yeah. In my head, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you, you talking to the voices? Yeah, I hear the voices. <laughs> no, it's like the devil real. and angel on my shoulder every morning. But it's like, if you're not in tune with yourself, you're going to be all over the place. And yeah. that's at least for me too. So I'll wake up. Let's just say I did the affirmations first. So I'll sit down, take out my journal. I start with three affirmations and three sentences of gratitude. So I am grateful for, and it's so mm -hmm. simple. If I yeah. have the cup of coffee, I'll write, I am grateful for my coffee. I am grateful for a warm bed to sleep in. Yeah. Like so simple. And then I remember how having a bed to sleep into some people is a luxury. Exactly. And it just puts so much into perspective. It's so I, um, I do that. Then I say, I'm grateful for my family, my friends, whatever it is that day. Then the next thing I do, sometimes I'll plan out my day. Um, and then I read a book. Um, the book that I'm currently reading in the morning is a course in miracles. Um, it's kind of more follows like the format of like a Bible. Yeah. Um, so it's not something that you would read in one sitting. It's like you read a section each morning. So that's really good. And it talks a lot about um, the ego and it talks about how, you know, when you're, it's either you're feeding into your ego or you're feeding into your spirituality yeah, and God and whatever you want to believe at a higher power. Yeah. So if you're not in tune and aligned with the higher power, then you're in tune with your ego. And that's, you know, when we fall out of line for a while, my sponsor, when I was out in Arizona, my sponsor at the time was telling me, he was like, you listen to your, it's like yourself and your higher self. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. and, uh, it was pretty much the minute. Uh, one of the things that he suggested for me to do was like the minute, like your brain, like, thinks to like do something and then like you say you're gonna do it later do mm -hmm. it right at that yeah. moment like it something as simple as like going to make my bed going to clean something mm -hmm. anything yeah. and for a while i did listen to it and then like you know everything slowly fell off yeah. it's a routine yeah. i need to get back into yes. even just waking up earlier like say i didn't get up till five but i was exhausted from yesterday i had three hours of sleep I played yeah. wait five a.m or five p.m five p.m oh I, I woke wow. up an hour before i came here but i I, I do got to say something about your sleep schedule. And Wait, I know you you've went been to bed at 1 in the morning and woke up at 5 p.m. Yeah. I was exhausted though from the day up. before. I woke up a bunch of times like in between. I kept going back but, to like, sleep. I just kept, I was, my body's so drained and hurt. Yeah. Just from yesterday, uh, Saturday, Yo, I played real a paintball quick, tournament all day. Wow. You, I don't, I, like, I, now I know you're working on it because, you know, we've been talking about yeah. it. But I do not understand how you like function. Because, I dude, don't. you no, but I'm being that serious, but dude, you'll sleep like 16, 17 hours, man. Sleep is the most important yeah. thing. But no, 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 no. consistent sleep yeah, is an important my problem, thing. And you know what I notice is when I, it, getting out of bed is so hard, but initially yeah. when I do get out of bed, I notice I have more energy throughout mm -hmm. the day. Yeah. And rather than the, sleeping When you get more. out of bed the first time, but you know what right? a big part of it is that like a lot of times like, Dude, sometimes I just like dreaming. Like, it's not even a matter yeah. of like just feeling <laughs> yeah. depressed. Like, I just like dreaming. Like, and I have some hey. crazy dreams. Hey. So, like, sometimes like, I'll wake up out of a dream. I'm like, I try to go back into that. Like, make your dream and it works become sometimes. A, make your dream become a reality. So know. that you're always I'm dreaming. I'm on bro. dragons and shit in my oh, dreams. That, oh, yeah, no, like, <laughs> hey, listen, that, that v, I, I, in Ocean City, I did, the, I did the VR at one of the arcades. They put you in like this little square. You know, it's probably about the size of my room. They give you a gun. They give you they give you the headset. Yeah, it's sick. It was the craziest experience ever. Like wow. I was literally in a zombie apocalypse, freaking going all out. I did it with Kev, That's and we're so just like, cool. ah! yeah, everywhere. It was insane. 
I wish that's I like a new dreams. thing they're doing. I um, the one for the most part, I can't remember what it was. A v, what's v- VR? virtual reality? Yes, virtual that, reality. That's yeah. becoming like the new thing in I the know. future. My friends all have like virtual reality headsets. Yeah, not nah, listen, listen. No, but they're having like opening like a movie theater. Think of like that yeah, kind like of crazy. concept. Yeah. You go there, you pay for it, and you do it. And it's well, like a new thing. Did you guys see what Musk did this week? No, he put the chip in the pig, the Neuralink. Really? What's yeah. That? Neuralink is uh, I'm gonna pull it. Up, I'm gonna pull it up right now. But supposedly, wait, Chuck, do you know what this is? Can you can, come here? Come here. Take a mic. Take the mic. Just give me a brief explanation of Neuralink. You'll know better than I do. We're gonna give Chuck an intro. The only thing I know about it so far is that it allows you to stream music directly into your brain. Seriously, wow. that, that so and me it's out. it does yeah, creep me out too. Like I will That's never like get this. That's like some Black Mirror type stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. but it's literally a chip in your brain. I would never do and that. And I'm assuming they're going to be able to track you with it. Keep going, keep going, bro. Wait, no, you're going to text me. All right, text me. No. We'll be right back with videographer's Chuck, where videographer Chuck's uh, synopsis on what the nerve. Yeah, no, it's is. crazy. Just speaking on Black Mirror real quick, the episode where they have like the the iPhone, like the eye like camera thing, and oh, the whole time yeah. he thinks his girl's cheating on yes, him, and that then it breaks crazy. it down and finally finds uh-huh. out that she was. Yep. Dude, that shit hit me hard. That, that, was crazy. that shit messed me up. I was also thinking of the one where like he stares at the computer and then he goes in to play the game. Yeah, which one was yeah, that? One? Yeah, yeah. Where, is that the one where like him and his friend are both playing the game yes. and like they end up like having sex with each other? Yeah. Yeah, that one was crazy. Another one that messed me up was when the Miley Cyrus one. Oh, not that one. The Alexa one, where it's like it was like where they like take a part out of your brain or whatever out of your consciousness. Oh, yeah. And they put you in this machine, and at one point it's like, oh, you don't want to cooperate, okay? And it's like that's a living being almost in there, and he's like, and he sets a timer to make it last like two thousand years in darkness for her, but for him it's like thirty seconds. All right, she wakes up like. That freaked me out. I'm like, could yeah. you imagine? That show is fashion. crazy. I love that show, though. Yeah, it's listen, good. listen, get this. Black this is descri- it, the, the Neuralink is described as it's like a Fitbit, but for your skull. <laughs> the SpaceX and Tesla leader of Neuralink's brain computer link technology. <laughs> this thing is surgically implanted into a pig right now. Her name is Gertrude, and of course it is. it's going to allow you to connect with other everything. computers <laughs> around you. So, in my brain, I could send a signal to this computer to search Google, and on top of that, not only is China getting me on TikTok, now they're going to get in my brain. Fuck you. <laughs> no, it's crazy. Though. I would never do that because my brain would end up just like accidentally looking up shit that oh I'm just God. thinking yeah, of. You'll probably and project it on like, I have you'll horrible thoughts like, sometimes. You'll end up on the screen or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be in public. You know what's funny is that I remember a Futurama episode like that where he was oh, dreaming like yeah, and then he had like ads coming into his brain. Yeah, like, what the hell? yeah. Know, it was crazy. It was crazy. Wow. But like, what if it like malfunctions and like, I, dude, dude like, this, this, they got it, they got it into a pig. God only knows when it's going to be ready for people, and God only knows if they're even going to allow it. to put it into like not? a monkey first or something? No, I think they have to start with the pig. Some consent there. I don't like, know. No one's putting the shit in my head. That's not happening. It's for insane. a certain, for enough money, I'll do it. Girl, I don't know. I just <laughs> the fuck. I just. <laughs> you got my text on that, right? Sorry, we're just doing the, we're just working on the cameras right now. So that one's good. We're going to be all right. Just make sure real quick. We're almost done. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Um, I asked this, you know, I asked this on the last episode of the last guest. and I'm going to ask it to you too. If you were to give everyone, if you were to say one rule you live by to live a happy life, what would it be? Don't judge yourself while holding yourself wildly accountable. I love that. Because I think not judging yourself is making a mistake and saying, all right, I made a mistake. Let's move on. Yeah but not forgetting the lesson behind the mistake and asking yourself, you know, taking the accountability. You know, if you do something wrong, 
you know, you don't want to just be like, well, I don't want to judge myself. You want to say, I don't want to judge myself. I don't want to beat myself up, but I want to take the accountability, apologize, do whatever you need to do. So finding the balance to say, I'm not going to judge myself, but I will hold myself wildly accountable, I think leads to happiness, success, and just overall, Mm -hmm. you know, well-being in your mental health. That is, that's amazing. And you know, a mistake is really only a mistake if you don't take like a lesson from it. Yeah. Mm. And that's the biggest thing ever. Everyone is just always so worried about what do I got to do? What like, like the social media, like when we talk, whenever, whenever we talk about social media on this podcast, everyone has their own journey that they have to go on. You shouldn't be worrying about what everyone else is doing. Mm -hmm. You just need to worry about yourself. And I think that, the reason that honestly this world is so messed up with it when it comes when it comes to confidence and so um, much hate and judging yeah there's just too much hate in the world and judgment that people don't want to be themselves yeah. you know they'd rather just hide behind this facade I'm, I'm, and yeah. I, I was constantly judging people especially growing up and like, like in weird ways too like where I, I remember specifically it would happen all the time in middle school I don't know why I never got in a fight like ever See, but for some reason when I was in middle school I'd be sitting at my yeah. lunch table just looking at my friends and like kids mm-hmm. that like I was kind of friends with and just going who could I fuck up if I had to right now <laughs> Like that was my mindset. Like yeah. I, I just had to beat up every. Like I, never that I was this aggressive, like yeah. fighting kid. Yeah. But it was just like if I needed to, who could I fuck up? No, it's a serious thing. I just like you know what I like. One thing I like about you, Jolly, is that you can look back into your past and see whether it's wrong or right. But yeah. you see yourself for who you are. It's so weird because my thoughts ran. My memories like it, like that memory. I'm I like haven't that thought too. about that in so long. Oh, 100%. And something mm-hmm. out of nowhere just triggered it like yeah. that, just to, like bring it back. She thinks I'm crazy because I remember all the stuff that she doesn't. I don't really mm-hmm. remember a lot of things, but it's mostly due to my drug use. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like my friends will tell me stories of like shit that we used to do, and I'm like, I don't really remember that night. Yeah. Like I can't yeah. tell you. But then there's random times where like. I'll have ran like I'll remember specific weird little things about yeah. that yeah. night that everyone's like, "What the fuck are you talking How'd about?" How do you I'm remember like, that? Yeah, I'm like, "What are you even talking about?" I was like, "I don't know." I was probably alone in the bathroom <laughs> thinking about that shit, but you know, like, yeah. just, but like random weird things click for me out of nowhere. Well, yeah. I just remember things like even like because like in uh. uh whatever i'm just gonna say in like a couple of weeks or whatever we're, we're gonna try to do an episode on me they we want to do yeah we're, well we're gonna well we're gonna actually be doing an episode well, on all uh, of us yeah on all of us but all a couple of weeks we're gonna, do, we're gonna do one about me don't no 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 i'm not revealing anything <laughs> it's gonna be a secret guys you'll see yeah. but but like i was thinking <laughs> i was thinking about a lot of the things i was gonna say the other night and like random little thoughts like little like things kept popping yeah. up of like thing like something did you write them down the surface no, but like I have a, no, no, I'm gonna write start. Them down. No, write I'm them gonna down. start. I'm gonna start. Yeah, but but like I, it was at three in the morning, yeah. leaving Atlanta, and like I couldn't sleep. I was anxious about the paintball tournament I was supposed to be playing, mm-hmm. and all these thoughts are just coming, like yeah. shit that I haven't thought about in years, that like random things. Yeah. And like I told I told Tony yesterday, when I talked to him after the tournament. And I'm like, I'm gonna get really old. Like I'm gonna get open about stuff that like they don't even know about yet. Yeah. yeah. It might be stuff that I might tell them prior to the episode, even just so like they're yeah, not like a fill-in. just so they're yeah, not like fill-in. just so they're not like. Wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what? Like, what yeah. did you just say? Be like, yeah, that happened. Just yeah. like, oh, well, that kind of actually explains mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys. All right. Um, do we have anything else to add? Did we cover everything? Your videographer Chuck, how do we do? I give it a thumbs up. That's <laughs> two, awesome. two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. We gotta get Chuck a little headset. Like a little yeah, line. no, we're gonna get yeah. him one once. Once we figure out these. Mics. Uh, by the way, everyone, we can only hear out of one side right now. It, it's really. Uh, Tony's fault. It's not. Yo, don't I even get me started, on bro. Anyway, so. Listen, listen. This we, is the least of our problems. This is the least of our problems considering what we've been through for the past couple of weeks. Well, so. listen, it's like a startup. Exactly. You know? yeah. My point. 
And that's the beauty of it. You're going to look back on it and something you're going to be like, yeah. today you didn't know how to figure out a mic. And then two years down the line, you're going to laugh about it. Of yeah. course. I wonder if like, would it work if like I bring in like my gaming headset that I have that no, has a little mic? I was going to no, say, that would well, be no. sick if I could just have it yeah. right here. They actually so have those, but they're $437. Oh, yeah, no, fuck I'm that. I'm going to buy that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, when we get, maybe when we get, <laughs> not in the budget. Yeah. You got a jar count? That's a it's a solid jar count. It's a solid jar count for the night. All right, it looks like it's going. No, like, I feel like I feel like I said it from maybe listen, more than you did actually. You to the first episode? No, I haven't. Had oh, a chance you. To oh, okay, you're not even a fan. So the madness jar. The reason that we put a dollar in the jar is mm-hmm. uh, we 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 actually st- jolly started this yesterday. It's called fucks for charity. Yeah. Um. Every time we say the word fuck on this podcast, we got to throw a dollar in the jar. At the end of the year, it's going to get donated to. A oh, mental you told me about the jar. Oh, I did tell yeah, you. About it. Yeah, okay, I knew good. about the okay, jar. No, but I was honestly waiting for it to be on Spotify because I don't really do SoundCloud. You don't do SoundCloud. Except for, bro- except for Big Booty. Except for Big Booty. I like Big, big Booty. booty. Isn't that on Love Spotify though? Now it is. Now it, it is. wasn't it was on, only on, it was on the Big Booty mix. So yeah, yeah, Big Booty. No, booty. Big, booty, big Booty Mix Eleven is the best one. They all First sound one. like almost yeah. the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same. All right, guys. Just, let me wrap this up. All right, guys. So, uh, like we said earlier in the podcast, uh, we are officially on Spotify. So please go like, subscribe, and download. Oh wait, hold on. Let me re- just redo that real quick. And you know what? I'm not going to cut this out either because we got a raw podcast and everyone yeah. fucking loves it. Jar. Fuck Jar. yeah. Jar. Fuck yeah. Chuck, you got a jar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. He's Thank you guys so much. So we can jar him. <laughs> can I do the outro, please? No. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we had a great day with my baby sister over here. I love her so much. Anyway, um, like we said earlier, we are now on Spotify. So there is no reason that you should not be listening to this podcast. We're completely fucking mad. And so are you. All right. So, Julia, thanks for crossing the hallway to come visit yeah. us today. Thank you guys for having me. So, so fun. 